This is a podcast about the manosphere, so it may contain references to extremist misogyny and violence, and it will definitely contain lots of swears. This is a podcast about the manosphere, so it may contain references to extremist misogyny and violence, and it will definitely contain lots of swears. Hey, Aileen, did you know that men just can't say anything online anymore? I actually find that really offensive, and I don't think you should say that. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to another bonus episode of Manosphere Debunked, the show where we debunk the Manosphere, or in the case of this episode, uh, read out comments from Manosphere people. My name is Aileen Barrett, and you can find me at Tinder Translator if you'd like to troll me like the people we're about to speak about. (laughs) And my name is Dan, otherwise known as the Narcissist Psychologist, and I am very scared slash intrigued, um, but mostly just, yeah, full of trepidation about what's about to be read out today. So for those of you who don't know, I have a page called Tinder Translators where I talk about Feminist stuff. It used to be mostly about online dating. It's kind of not now. I might rename it. You heard it here first. And sometimes posts on my Instagram go viral, as um, as I think the youth call it. Viral. Yeah. This looks great from the outside, but almost always when someone's posts go viral, it's because the people who hate them have found it. And um, mm. just for like some background, once I said to Dan, "Oh, this post I've done is really blown up," and he was like, "Wow, it's amazing!" Like so many comments, and I was like, "Dan." Have you read the comments? I have not read the comments. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's not amazing. Yeah, I went back and I read the comments and I was like, ah, it seems that all the fire and hate of all the world has been directed at your one singular post. It was uh, quite uh, something to behold. So that post that we that Dan was like, oh, my God, congratulations, about was about body count, which I'd said it didn't matter. Then all the men came into your comment section i was like it definitely matters yeah well all the manosphere men let's uh you know manosphere men obviously sorry let's be more specific the misogynist yeah the demographic with which we are most interested in came to your comment section to say hi yes say i wish they just said hi but i think how it happens is basically that somebody posts it on a forum and then you just suddenly get okay. a flood of oh, angry shit. men i think that's that's basically how it happens because and they often all say very similar things as well like they've got a, mm. they can't think for themselves is that like a doxing forum then or something like that well i don't know i don't know what i don't know what the forum is i just think mm. that that seems to be how it happens it happens to lots of people like yeah. trans creators or black creators or people talking about stuff that makes you know straight white racist sexist men angry um which is a lot mm. of stuff they're very emotional yeah. anyway Oh, no, not not as emotional as women, I've heard. Yeah, well, obviously, God. (laughs) I'm not going to talk about the comments on that post because we're going to do a whole episode about the idea of pair bonding, which they're really into, uh, and like body count and, you know, women being like used up and stuff. So I don't want to get too much into that. What I'm going to talk about is a post that I think we actually maybe both posted on on our pages. Um, And, you know, funnily enough, people didn't start insulting you or 
personal appearance, but oh, well, you don't show your face, but that's probably not the only well, reason. I, uh, <laughs> I think I know what post you're going to talk about. So basically what I did was to advertise our whatever podcast episode uh, that we did two weeks ago, which was about, you know, Brian Atlas surrounded by teeny, meany girls. You know, I found another clip, one we didn't actually put on the podcast and I stitched me saying something about it in order to sort of pro promo the podcast and they did not like this. So I'm just going to play clip and my stitch. Also, there was one, I think, very valid, like they were being mean, but a very valid comment was that I said like a thousand times and I needed to work on my public speaking. <laughs> oh my gosh. So but just as an aside, you guys don't know how many ums I edit out of this podcast. Uh, once I was thinking like one day we might do a live and they'll be like, oh, I thought these guys were eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly fools. Yeah. Silly fools. Okay, so here's the clip. I prefer a girl who has a small upper lip than the fake, fake lip. Uh, and then the other one, BBL, I prefer girls just totally flat over B Sorry. I just realised how weird it is when you reverse the genders, though. Because imagine me, a 39-year-old woman, having a podcast where I invite young men who are kind of like Manosphere, adjacent, kind of, you know, have anti-feminist views, like 18 to 25, like the kind of men who, you know, kind of on Instagram a lot. Um, and I brought them on basically just to humiliate them and all of the all of the kind of the the title images for all of the videos were just like them looking kind of hot when you actually reverse the genders you realize how weird that format is do you know what they aren't wrong you say like a fuckload uh, in that all right <laughs> just for the recording let's confirm dan siding with the manosphere there do you know what like some sometimes there are facts that are indisputable okay and that is one of Every them. time you say like that, I'm going to do boop. <laughs> rest of the recording. No, yeah, no, they're absolutely right. It also said kind of about 75 times. It was a bad take. It was a good take, but a bad take of the take. But I didn't have another take of the take. Mm -hmm. And I thought, there's only so much editing I'm going to do this week. So exactly. I left it. Work with what you got. So, yeah. So thanks once again to the Angry Men for boosting my stats. Because it has 15,000 likes. I'm going to see how many views it has. It has 424,000 views. Goodness me. 1,639 comments. 1,639 comments? Yeah. Fucking hell. And obviously lots of them are good. And some of them are like, haha, lol, you should do that podcast. But obviously sometimes I get comments. Like, for example, this. So I'm going to send Dan... Just some comments. We're going to talk about them. And uh, I'm definitely not going to edit this whole podcast to make it sound like Dan is just saying misogynistic things to me over and over again. <laughs> okay, there we go. Here's the first one. Just a nice, short and sweet. Right, let's have a look here. No wedding ring for a really obvious reason. Right. And that's by Joker2023. I mean, tell me you're an incel without telling me you're an incel with that fucking... Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah. yeah. So love that he was looking. Yeah, obviously, obviously, scanning all your hand mm -hmm. movements, like while you were gesturing throughout it to, to make sure that you weren't married. Is he saying that no married woman would have that opinion? No, he's saying that like obviously no man would want me because oh. of my opinions and probably my appearance too. We'll get into that in a bit. Oh, but the, it's so funny, like the idea that that's like the the go to insult. 
is to be like, well, no, she's been picked, which I have. And then, mm. you know, unpicked. Uh, or I, I, de- we de-picked each other. I don't know. And then been picked again. Well, yeah, I suppose so. But ain't got no ring on this finger out of my own choice. <laughs> well, I mean, both of our choices, you know, we're not. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, but again, also the implication being that um, the only way that you could be happy is by being married. I think it's just like the go-to insult is like, well, no man wants you. No wonder no man wants you. Because they have to believe that feminists are unattractive, incapable of loving men, incapable of having lovely, loving relationships with men or caring about men because otherwise their whole like philosophy crumbles, right? Mm-hmm. I just find it like really funny. And also, if I had replied to him and said, actually, I am married, I just don't have a wedding ring, he would have, I know what he would have said. He would have gone, oh my God, he's probably a cuck. Oh, right. So you must be married to him later. Yeah. Because how do you explain as an incel, right? How so many men who aren't as attractive or as rich or successful as the women they're with are married. You have you have to have an explainer for that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like, let's look at the world. There are some men who are punching, aren't there? So in their mind, the only way that um yeah a man could do that was if he was a beta, which is essentially effectively less of a man. Yeah. The, I did a podcast episode on this. Like the uh, the fact that these sort of incel adjacent incels or whatever men are obsessed with sort of these sigma male type-esque individuals mm. like the joker and um patrick bateman from american psycho mm. it's just so wild like they just completely misunderstand the sort of satirization of these individuals and the sort of like deeply deeply sort of disturbed psyches yeah. that they have and the completely warped views that they have about reality and yet they sort of praise them and hold them up as as heroes and individuals that they want to aspire to and I'm like you need to you need to firstly understand the role models that you're sort of thinking about mm-hmm. and like reevaluate what you uphold as a person that you want to be like mate because the joker is not the one it's not the one yeah, so I'm just going to give you, I'm send you one. This is just a really standard one, very, very common. Oh, God. In both its execution and its message. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I read it, then sighed because it's just fucking horrible mm. and mean, and then laughed at, at what you were saying about its execution. Yeah. So, what does it say? Loose the weight. Loose the weight. Not lose the weight. Loose the weight. Loosen it up a little I think bit, Aileen. It's actually a feminist and they're saying loose the weight of the patriarchy from your shoulders. <laughs> you know? Loose it like, from you know, your the shoulders. proletariat have nothing to lose but their chains. It's that kind of vibe. So I was appreci- appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Another one said fat woman energy, which if anyone wants a t shirt of, let me know because I think well, I want one. I saw you put up something that said, um, I want to put that on a t shirt because that would yeah. I think that'd probably sell. All of my best merch comes from trolls so um there's a dust jacket quote on my book from a troll that said you're ruining the minds of decent women so i put it on my book cover (laughs) in your face angry internet man so they do serve a purpose yeah it's worth saying i actually hate when people make fun of grammar as a way of like calling people stupid or whatever there's loads of reasons you might just i might write the wrong lose to lose sometimes but when someone's being an absolute cunt like Sometimes you just gotta just find all the angles. So for me, so for me, I find humor in it because it absolutely um, takes away the power of what you're trying to say. Yeah. There's, so I'm gonna send you a longer. This is a paragraph. And oh god, I would like some help understanding what what the person's saying because <laughs> sometimes these men get very emotional and you know they don't let their rational 
brain lead. And you mm-hmm. can tell by the writing. So just attempt to read this out loud, just for the fun. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm sorry you... Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you not actually watched this stuff? Nine out of ten say they are a ten in being hot and they are clearly not. Then get down on the guy for saying they are not. You are literally doing the same thing in reverse by discrediting them for shaming you and you are shaming them. See, this is the reason most problem won't be resolved because it's always blame the other or they have the wrong view. I have my view, you have yours. So why does one have to be wrong? It may be wrong for your lifestyle, but not theirs. Right. Okay. What is he talking? Like what, what in the, what I've said in that video is he talking about? Because I just said it's weird for like a grown man to sit around with teenage young women you know talking about Mm. sexual preferences yeah and i can't quite understand why he says you are literally doing the same thing in reverse by discrediting them for shaming and you are shaming them yeah i mean there's a difference between calling someone out for shaming someone and shaming someone yeah and and again you're 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 calling to light the misuse of the platform the standpoint of it it's utility in trying to demean and degrade women i you know some would call that a social service or like a service to society Mm. he sees that as you know not (laughs) i have my view you have yours so why does one have to be wrong it may be wrong for your lifestyle but not theirs and i guess on the one hand he's not completely wrong but what you are saying and have said is that yes i don't agree Mm. with this and i'm going to talk about how much i don't agree with it so therefore i'm going to put that out on the internet Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, and also I love it when people come into my comments to say like, why can't we have opposing views? I didn't say we couldn't. You're coming into my comments and disagreeing with me. This whole post that I've just made is about an opposing view. Yeah. My opposing view is that I don't agree with how this man treats women on his show. <laughs> yeah, I believe we can have opposing views. Here's one. Well, I can't believe you don't yeah. think we should have opposing views. Yeah, you oppositional woman. <laughs> and this one's quite funny. Um, so a lot of people think that I'm having a go at him for saying that he prefers women who haven't had plastic surgery, which I just, mm. I'm not interested in who he prefers, to be honest. But I'm more having a go at him for saying that surrounded by a table of women who seem to be all at least 10 years younger than him. And it's just a weird, mm. it's just a weird flex for me. So by Luke Reckless G. <laughs> I didn't even read it, lol. Uh, okay. So he says, bad clip to pick. In quotation marks, he says, I don't like women who have life-threatening vanity surgery. Them, he hates women. Uh, uh, I don't think that... Not quite... Sh- I don't think Brian and Atlas was being like, I'm really concerned that, you know, a lot of people... That BBL is a really complex procedure and a lot of people d- are dying. There are women dying mm. from it. Really don't think that was his point at all. No, it was a very much coming from his own sort of egocentric view Mm. of what he likes in women as opposed to a societal concern around how plastic surgery might be harming women in some respect yeah and a way of it's a way of shaming women you know because i'm sure that you know women who don't have big like bums that he likes he'll be like well it's easy you should just go to the gym just do some squats Uh, which a lot of men are saying to me in the comments by the way why don't you just go to the gym and i'm like well i don't know i'm just exhausted from reading your bullshit i suppose um <laughs> and there are two genres of like insult when it comes to me either being single or like being ran through uh which is lovely mm-hmm. um but i like this one because God, it, this doesn't yeah. make any sense even by their own definition so i'll send you this virgin 40 year old pick me woman trying to make sense out of random shit that enrages her 
laugh my ass off. First of all, I clearly right. said I was 39. So rude. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I can't wait to be 40. I'm excited. I'm excited. Secondly, Virgin just, do you know what's fucking hilarious about that? Is that these men like fetishize virgins and they say it's not about age. They say it's about purity and, it, you know, they want a virgin and it's not about girls being young. You know, then it's not about like them being kind of creepy weirdos who want young girls. But they use it as an insult to older women. So is it a good thing or not, babes? Like, which one is uh, it? Pick a lane. Also, talking yeah. of picker, calling me a pick me. Do you even know what that means? Yeah, I know. I read that and I was like, yeah, you got he's got that wrong, isn't he? Also, trying to make sense out of random shit that enrages her. I mean, I feel like that's pretty much what you, you have been doing, is been trying to make sense of this entire sort of manosphere world, which enrages you and wanting to present the facts as they are. <laughs> so, yeah. I think he's got you pegged there, really. Yeah, I am actually trying to make some sense out of it and like maybe change it for the better. What a bitch. (sighs) Awful. You are an awful, awful person. This is a much more coherent, but um, supposedly rational one. And we'll we'll leave it there because Dan is a nice man who has children he wants to put to bed. What a beta cuck. (laughs) Only on your preference, an absolute beta, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Right. The inverse doesn't exist because when women speak about men, they don't care to put men on their platform to evidence or discuss their ideals, values, and what may or may not be right or wrong about them. All of you mainstream... What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All of mainstream media does as you do, which is to keep judgment and shame from afar. Men don't get to have a discussion on your platforms. Oh, why am I here then? I know. It's awkward because you're not man. Shit. Fuck, should I leave? Also, he's on my platform writing this comment. <laughs> okay. You don't permit it, though. Mm. And he goes on to say, you don't permit it. Mm. Even the idea of a man being given a platform to present his desires, his standards, or his requirements for a consensual relationship is so undesirable that you don't believe it should exist. I'm sorry. Is he saying that men don't have space to talk about the stuff that they want to talk about on the internet? <laughs> is that what I'm supposed to take from this? Is that he's saying that... All the space is being taken up by feminist women like you and that men don't have the space or the right or the time or the opportunity to say the stuff that they... Should I show him my TikTok algorithm? Because that's literally all I fucking get. Um, I would say that he's probably saying that these kind of podcasts are the only way that men can get to talk about their desires. Oh my God. Like, because, you know, the mainstream media is just full of women. Actually, quite a lot of people replied saying uh what you're describing happens on the main- mainstream media every day like loose women in the view and i was like as far as i know they don't get 20 year old men sitting around the desk just silently nodding or you know arguing with them yeah there are shows that have women on them in daytime you know why because more women are unemployed than men and more women are stay-at-home mm-hmm. moms than men and that's why there's shows on for women mm-hmm. in the daytime quite a lot of shows have men speaking on them i don't have the the stats mm-hmm. But um, I think it's the majority of shows. And again, you know, one of the forums that I think about where men sit around the table discussing the things that men are very interested in is football. Mm. There are always spaces where men, okay, sure, they don't discuss their relationships because all they're talking about is football. But, you know, don't come and say that men don't have the space to talk about the things that they're interested mm-hmm. in. And again, there are healthier ways to have platforms where, where men can discuss their relationships and things that they like. It doesn't have to be surrounded by women in their sort of late teens early 20s Mm. and berating them and belittling them there are different ways to do this gentlemen yeah that's a very generous use of the term gentlemen Uh, 
there's two things I want to pick up on from this. One is that what he's saying is that like feminist accounts don't permit men to come on and talk, which much like the, oh, I'm, no wonder you're single. Oh, I'm not single. Oh, well, then your boyfriend must be. You can lose a beta, whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, I do talk to men. Oh, not those men. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We want you to talk to mm-hmm. the ones that hate you. <laughs> Please. And be respectful and listen to them. But the other thing that he says is even the idea of a man being given a platform to present his desires, his standards, or his requirements for a consensual relationship. And again, I'm not saying that men shouldn't have that space. I'm saying it's weird to be surrounded by women 10 years your junior whilst having that discussion. But again, what he's saying isn't true because I see hundreds of clips (laughs) where there are men sitting in front of podcasts saying exactly what it is that they want about women and it is usually that they have low body counts that they must be of a certain age mm-hmm. that they must not have friends that they must not have male friends mm-hmm. they must do all sorts of things they should give them their social media passwords and not go out and exactly. not wear things they don't want to they're just describing a coercive control situation off half the time they're those kind of podcasts oh, but but still they're the men who are discussing what they want they just happen to be discussing really horrific things mm. and it's like oh. i'm not actually saying men shouldn't get to discuss these things i'm saying that if they do we're allowed to critique them if it seems like they're misogynists mm. you know i did actually turn the comments off on that post but only because it was actually getting to me because a lot of them are just personal insults and there's only so many days you can log on to Instagram and just be told that you're unattractive. And I also get drawn into debates sometimes I really try not to and I actually have been quite good about it and quite disciplined because there's no point. Like there's absolutely no point. Uh-huh. These people want to drain your energy and they're never gonna we're never gonna have a discussion. So No, they're never gonna actually hear what you're trying to yeah. say to them. And because they don't listen to what I'm saying in the first place. They're responding to what they think I've said. Uh-huh. So, you know, take a deep breath and 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 I did let the comments run for quite a while because I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna send these stats to brands and get paid more for ads. <laughs> Probably not, but so I did turn the comments. Sometimes I do turn comments off. Sometimes I turn replies off to my stories because I just, for my own mental health, can't field that amount of information and uh, opposition. That was going to be one of the things that I asked you, asked you about is just you know what's what's the what's the impact of that kind of response? Because one of the things that I hold in mind, particularly about the fact that you know I'm a man, you're a woman, and we <gasps> do this podcast together. Okay. <laughs> I'm conscious that you are more likely to receive this kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Backlash. Do you know the speech prof? Yeah. Uh, He did a video where he talked about the fact that he creates content much like a woman content creator who he's friends with. And he will say similar things to her on his content. And he doesn't get nearly half as much vitriol and backlash as she does. So for him, it's less about the content and more about the person saying it. Yeah, and he probably gets more praise for saying the same thing as well. You know, because like, oh my god, a man saying it. Yeah. Yeah, he probably gets held in higher regard than that, mm-hmm. um, which I just think is ridiculous. I'm glad that you talked about the the impact because one of the things I was curious about was was that because you know, yeah, fucking hell, 1,600 comments is a lot, and I'm not saying every all of those 1,600 comments were awful ones, but you know, even if it was half or yeah. you know a third or even a tenth of that, that's still that's a lot of people being fucking really mean and nasty and saying horrible shit to you. So I can imagine that absolutely does take its toll on you. Yeah, and the brain takes in the negatives 
more than the positives, right? Yeah. Formerly useful for evolution, now really annoying <laughs> in the age of information. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, it does have an impact. And I don't really like showing it because I don't want them to feel like they've had a victory. Mm. But I also don't like to pretend that it doesn't. It does sometimes just, mm. I just end up feeling really exhausted and I'm like, well, why have I felt exhausted? It's like, oh, because you've read like 500 horrible things that people have said. If, even if consciously I'm like, nah, what idiots, you know, or like, haha, I must have said something right because I've annoyed the right people. It's still sort of like. To be on the receiving end. Yeah, it's like yeah. your nervous to system reacts that to it. That must be intense. You know. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so we'll, we'll okay. stop it there because uh, you need to go and be a nice man. Uh, well, you're being a nice man yeah. now, just in a different well, context. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I guess just to you know, I guess just to say, uh, I I don't like the fact that you're the one that gets all that shit. It's awful. I don't think that either of us deserve to get that kind of stuff. But it uh, certainly says something about the fact that you are the target of that kind of vitriol by those particular types mm -hmm. of individuals. And I suppose yeah. you know, one of the things that makes me think about how beneficial this podcast is, hopefully. Because if we can change the minds of some men, uh, even in the future, to not treat random women on the internet like they're pieces of shit, then that's, you know, a small victory for us. So, yeah, um, let's keep doing what we're doing. But also, I'm really sorry that you experienced that. That must have been awful. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it says a lot about the state of, of misogyny online that I feel quite lucky that I don't get mm. worse stuff. A lot of my feminist friends get like death and rape threats very reg regularly so <sighs> you know it's real bad it's really bad that that's the kind of yeah i'm like i only get men saying that i'm ugly and fat and unlovable and yeah that's yeah gosh you should count yourself lucky shouldn't you okay, uh, okay cool <laughs> right let's end on that note <laughs> oh god yeah and if you don't laugh about it you might just um oh who knows <laughs> If you enjoyed today's episode of Manosphere Debunked, please leave us a review and subscribe wherever you listen. You can also send questions, suggestions and thoughts to manosphere-debunked at gmail.com. All of the materials referenced in this podcast are linked in the show notes. Oh, Dan's got wine and I don't. That's really upsetting. Anyway, <laughs> I'm the one who needs it. I actually almost poured myself wine mm. and then I poured myself a tea instead. Idiot. Anyway, it's okay. Probably a bit more soothing, isn't it, the tea? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>